Part 1 of 1,000 Questions in California Agriculture Answered. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. 1,000 Questions in California Agriculture Answered by E.J. Wixon, Professor of Horticulture, University of California, Editor of Pacific Rural Press, Author of California Fruits and How to Grow Them, and California Vegetables in Garden and Field, etc. Forward. This brochure is not a systematic treatise in catechetical form, intended to cover what the author holds to be most important to know about California agricultural practices. It is simply a classified arrangement of a thousand or more questions which have been actually asked, and to which answers have been undertaken through the columns of the Pacific Rural Press, a weekly journal of agriculture published in San Francisco. Whatever value is claimed for the work is based upon the assumption that information, which about 700 people have actually asked for, would be also interesting and helpful to thousands of other people. If you do not find in this compilation what you desire to know, submit your question to the Pacific Rural Press, San Francisco, in the columns of which answers to agricultural questions are weekly set forth at the rate of 500 or more each year. This publication is therefore intended to answer a thousand questions for you and to encourage you to ask a thousand more. E.J. Wixon Part 1. Fruit Growing Depth of Soil for Fruit would four feet of good loose soil be enough for lemons? Four feet of good soil, providing that the underlying strata are not charged with alkali, would give you a good growth of lemon trees if moisture was regularly present in about the right quantity, neither too much nor too little, and the temperature conditions were favorable to the success of this tree, which will not stand as much frost as the orange. Temperatures for Citrus Fruits what is the lowest temperature at which grapefruit and lemons will succeed? The grapefruit tree is about as hardy as the orange. The lemon is much more tender. The fruit of citrus trees will be injured by temperature at the ordinary freezing point if continued for some little time, and the tree itself is likely to be injured by a temperature of 25 or 27 degrees if continued for a few hours. The matter of duration of a low temperature is perhaps quite as important as the degree which is actually reached by the thermometer. The condition of the tree as to being dormant or active also affects injury by freezing temperatures. Under certain conditions, an orange tree may survive a temperature of 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Roots for Fruit Trees I wish to bud from certain trees that nurseries probably do not carry as they come from a seedling. Is there more than one variety of myrobalin used, and if so, is one as good as another? If I take sprouts that come up where the roots have been cut, will they make good trees? I have tried a few, now three years old, and the trees are doing nicely so far, but the roots sprout up where cut. I am informed that if I can raise them from slips, they will not sprout up from the root. Will apricots and peaches, grafted or budded on myrobalan, produce fruit as large as they will if grafted on their own stock? Experience seems to be clear that from sprouts you will get sprouts. 
we prefer rooted cuttings to sprouts but even these are abandoned for seedling roots of the common deciduous fruits and of citrus fruits also the apricot does well enough on the myrobalan if the soil needs that root they are usually larger on the peach root or on apricot seedlings the peach is no longer worked on the myrobalan in this state one seedling of the cherry plum is about as good as a myrobalan as another what will the sucker be i have a japanese plum tree which bears choice plums three years ago a strong young shoot came up from the root of it which i dug out and planted will it make a bearing tree in time and be of like quality with the parent it will certainly bear something when it gets ready whether it will be like the parent tree depends upon the wood from which the sucker broke out if the young tree was budded very low or if it was planted low or if the ground has been shifted so as to bring the wood above the bud in a place to root a sucker the fruit will be that of the parent tree if the shoot came from the root below the bud you will get a duplication of whatever stalk the plum was budded on in the nursery it might be a peach or an almond or a cherry plum of course you can study the foliage and wood growth of the sucker and thus get an idea of what you may expect tree planting on coast sands i wish to plant fruit trees on a sandy mesa well protected from winds about a mile from the coast the soil is a light sandy loam i intend to dig the holes for the trees this fall each hold the shape of an inverted cone about four feet deep and five feet across and put a half load of rotten stable manure in each hole this fall the winter rains would wash a large amount of the plant food from this manure into the ground in march i propose to plant the trees shoveling the surrounding soil on top of the manure and giving a copious watering to ensure the compact settling of the soil above and below the roots the roots would be about a foot above the manure on such light sandy soil you can use stable manure more safely than you could elsewhere providing you have water handy to use if you should happen to get too much coarse matter under the tree which would cause drying out of the soil if you do get plenty of water to guard against this danger you are likely to use too much and cause the trees to grow too fast be very sure the manure is well rotted and use one load to ten holes instead of two whether you kill the trees or cause them to grow aright depends upon how you use water after planting a wrong idea of interplanting what foliage plant can i grow in a newly planted orchard the soil is a gently inclined hillside red decomposed rock very deep mellow fluffy and light and deep down is clayish in character it cannot be irrigated therefore i wish to put out a drought resisting plant which could be harvested say in june or july or even later i find the following plants but i cannot decide which one is the best yellow soya bean spelts egyptian corn jerusalem corn yellow milo maize or one of the millets what do you think do not think for a moment about planting any such plant between orchard trees which are to subsist on rainfall without irrigation your trees will have difficulty enough in making satisfactory growth on rainfall and would be prevented from doing so if they had to divide the soil moisture with crops planted between them the light deep soils which you mention resulting from decomposed rock are not retentive enough and even with the large rainfall of your region may require irrigation to carry trees through the latter summer and early fall growth
what slopes for fruit i want to plant some apples and berries one man says plant them on the east or south slope of the hill and they will be ripe early another man says not to do that for when the sun hits the trees or vines in the morning before the frost is off it will kill all the blossoms and as they would be on the warm side of the hill they would blossom earlier and there will be more frosts to injure them i am told to plant them on the north or west side of the hill where it is cold and they will blossom later and will therefore have less frosts to bother them and the frost will be almost off before the sun hits them in the morning fruit is grown on all slopes in our foothills depending on local conditions on the whole we should choose the east and north slopes rather than the east and south because there is less danger of injury from too great heat in some cases what is said to you about the less danger of injury from frosts on the north and west slopes would be true all these things depend upon local conditions because there is so much difference in heat and frost and similar slopes at different elevations and exposures there can never be a general rule for it in a state so endowed with varying conditions as california is trees over underflow i have planted fruit trees near the creek where they do not have to be irrigated as the ground there holds sufficient moisture for them but a neighbor tells me that on account of the moisture being so near the surface the trees will not bear fruit well although they will grow and have all the appearances of health shallow soil above standing water is not good for fruit trees a shallow soil over moving water or underflow such as you might expect from a creek bank is better the effect of water near the surface depends also upon the character of the soil being far more dangerous in the case of a heavy clay soil than in the case of a light loam through which the water moves more readily and does not rise so far or so rapidly by capillary action if the trees are thrifty they will bear when they attain a sufficient age and stop the riotous growth which is characteristic of young trees with abundant moisture if trees have too much water for their health it will be manifested by the rotting of their roots the dying of their branches the cropping out of mushroom fungi at the base and other manifestations of distress so long as the tree is growing well maintains good foliage to the tip of the branches and is otherwise apparently strong it may be expected to bear fruit in due time the june drop i am sending four peaches which are falling off the trees can you tell me how to prevent falling of the fruit next year and what causes it it is impossible to tell from the peaches which you send what caused their falling where fruit passes the pollination stage successfully as these fruits have the dropping is generally attributed to some conditions affecting the growth of the tree which never have been fully determined it is of such frequent occurrence that it is called the june drop and it usually takes place in may in california as the cause is not understood no rational preventative has been reached a general treatment which consists in keeping the trees in good growing condition late enough during the previous season that is by seeing to it that they do not suffer from lack of moisture which causes them to close their growing season too soon before preparation for the following year's crop is made is probably the best way to strengthen the tree for its burden trees over a gravel streak i have an apricot orchard seven years old most of the land is fairly heavy clay with a strip of gravel in the middle running nearly north and south 
the trees on the clay bear good crops but those on the gravel are usually much lighter in bearing and this year had a very light crop can you tell me anything i can do to make them bear the trees are large and healthy looking and grow big crops of brush we should try some water in july on the gravel streak hoping to continue activity in the tree later to induce formation of strong fruit for the following year on the clay loam the soil does this by its superior retentiveness fruit and overflow i have sixteen acres of rich bottom land that overflows and is under water from twenty-four to forty-eight hours i would like to set the ground to fruit trees either prunes pears apricots or peaches would it be safe to set them on such land fruit trees will endure overflowing providing the water does not exclude the air too long and providing the soil is free enough so that the soil does not remain full of water after the surface flow disappears if the soil does not naturally drain itself and the water is forced to escape by surface evaporation probably the situation is not satisfactory for any kind of fruit trees overflow is more likely to be dangerous to fruit trees during the growing season than during the dormant season and yet on well-drained soil even a small overflow may not be injurious to a free soil if not continued too long prunes on plum root and pears will endure wet soil better than apricots or peaches fruit trees and sunburn how long is it wise to leave protection around young fruit trees set out in march in this hot valley the trees are doing well but we cannot tell when to take away protection it is necessary to maintain the protection from sunburn all through the autumn for the autumn sun is often very hot and as the sap flow lessens the danger of burning is apparently greater the bark also must be protected against the spring sunshine even before the leaves appear so long as the sun has a chance at the bark you must protect it from sunburn replanting in orchard is it considered a good plan to set the tree at once in the place where one has died or is it better to wait a year before replacing it is not necessary to wait a year in making a replanting get out all the old roots you can by digging a large hole fill in with fresh soil and your tree will accept the situation whole roots or piece roots for commercial apple orchards which is preferable trees grafted on piece roots or on whole roots on behalf of the piece root trees it is claimed they sprout up less around the tree on the other hand it is claimed they never make a vigorous tree what is the truth value depends rather upon what sort of a growth the tree makes afterwards than upon what it starts upon theoretically perhaps a whole root tree may be demonstrated to be better practically we cannot see that it becomes so necessarily because we have trees planted at a time when the root graft on a piece was the general rule in propagation after all is it not more important to have soil conditions and culture of such character that a great root can grow in the orchard than to have a whole nursery concentrated in the root of the yearling tree as for the claim that a root graft on a piece root never makes a vigorous tree we know that is nonsense planting deciduous fruit trees in order to gain time i have thought of planting apples and pears this fall in the belief i would be just that much nearer a crop than though i waited until next spring the land is sandy loam no irrigation 
would you advise fall or spring planting if fall would it be best to plow the land now turning in the stubble from hay crop or wait until time to plant before plowing you will not be any nearer a crop for next summer's growth will be the first in either case on land not liable to be too wet in winter it is however best to plant early say during the month of december if the ground is in good condition and sufficiently moist if the year's rainfall has been scant wait until the land is well wet down for it is never desirable to plant when the soil is not in the right condition no matter what the calendar may say on a sandy loam early planting is nearly always safe and desirable on lands which are too wet and liable to be rendered very cold by the heavy january rains planting had better be deferred until february or as soon as the ground gets in good condition after these heavy rains whenever you plant it will be desirable to plow the land either in advance of the rains if it is workable or as soon as rain enough comes to make it break up well it is very seldom desirable to postpone plowing until the actual time of planting comes budding fruit trees is it better to bud in old bark of an old tree or in younger wood bark how do you separate old bark without breaking it in lifting the bark buds may be placed in old bark of fruit trees to a certain extent the orange and the olive work better that way than do the deciduous trees although buds and old bark of the peach have done well they should however be inserted early in the season while the sap flow is active and the old bark capable of lifting if the bark sticks do not try budding in spite of these facts nearly all budding of deciduous trees is done in bark of the current year's growth starting fruit trees from seed how shall i start and when the following seeds peach plums apricots walnuts olives and cherries in the east we used to plant them in the fall so as to have them freeze as it does not freeze enough here what do i have to do do just the same in california heat and moisture cause the parting of the seed cover more slowly perhaps but just as surely as the frost at the east early planting of all fruit pits and nuts is desirable for two reasons first it prevents too great drying and hardening and other changes in the seed because the soil moisture prevents it second it gives plenty of time for the opening and germination first mentioned but early planting must be in ground which is loamy and light rather than heavy because if the soil is so heavy as to become waterlogged the kernel is more apt to decay than to grow where there is danger of this the seed can be kept in boxes of sand continually moist but not wet by use of water and planted out as sprouting seeds after the coldest rains are over say in february cherry and plum seeds should be kept moist after taking from the fruit very little is actually had from dry seeds the other fruits will stand considerable drying very few olives are from the seed because of reversion to wild types also because it is so much easier to get just the variety you want by growing trees from cuttings mailing scions which is the best way to send scions by mail wax the ends of mature cuttings remove the leaves and enclose in a tight tin canister with no wet packing material nursery stock in young orchard how will it do to raise for two or three years 
a lot of orange seedlings between the rows of young three-year-old orange trees i see that a nurseryman near me has done this and his trees are more flourishing than mine it can be done all right as your own observation affirms the superior appearance of the trees may be due to additional water and fertilizer probably used to push the seedlings possibly also to extra cultivation given them it all depends upon what policy is observed in growing the seedlings if something more than usual is done for their sakes the trees may get their share and manifest it if not the trees will be robbed by the seedlings and there is likely to be lost by both there is no advantage in the mere fact that both are grown there may be in the way they are grown whether there is money value in the operation or not depends upon how many undertake it square or triangular planting what is your opinion on triangular planting as compared with square planting planting in squares is the prevailing method the triangular method is not a good one when one contemplates removing trees planted as fillers the orchard should be planned in the square or quincunce form in the latter case individual trees can be easily removed in the other case rows can be removed leaving the rows which you wish to keep equidistant from each other killing stumps by medication will boring into green stumps and inserting a handful of saltpetre kill the roots and cause the stump to be readily burned up a few months later we have tried all kinds of prescriptions and have never killed a stump which had a mind to live many trees can be killed by cutting to stumps when in full growth whether they are bored or not others will sprout in spite of all medicinal insertions we know of when these are placed in the inner wood of the stump we believe a stump can be killed by sufficient contact with the inner bark layer of arsenic bluestone gasoline and many other things but it is not easy to arrange for such sufficient contact and it would probably cost more than it would to blow or pull out the stump one reader however assures us that he has killed large eucalyptus stumps by boring three holes in the stump with an inch auger near the outer rim of the stump placing therein a tablespoonful of potassium cyanide and saltpeter mixture half and half and plugging tightly another says give the stumps a liberal application of salt say a half inch all over the top and let the fog and rain dissolve and soak down and you will not have much trouble with suckers planting fruit trees on clearings we wish to plant orchard trees on land cleared this winter manzanita and chaparral but also some oaks and large pines and groves of small pines we have been told that trees planted under such conditions the ground containing many small roots that we cannot get out would not do well are the bad effects of small roots liable to be serious also would lime or any other common fertilizer counteract the bad effects proceed with the planting as you are ready for it and take the chances of root injury it may be slight possibly even absent carefully throw out all root pieces as you dig the hole and exclude them from the earth which you use in filling around the roots and in the places where large trees stood fill the holes with soil from a distance much depends upon how clean the clearing was no considerable antiseptic effect could be expected from lime and the soil ought to be strong enough to grow good young trees without enrichment the pear fig and california black walnut 
are some of the most resistant among fruit-bearing trees, and these may usually be planted with safety. The cherry is the most resistant of the stone fruits. The toadstool disease occasionally affects young apple trees recently set out, but it is not usually serious on established trees. Dipping Roots of Fruit Trees in planting an almond orchard, would it be of any benefit to dip the young trees in a solution of bluestone and lime dissolved? We doubt if it would serve any good purpose. If done at all, the dip should be carefully prepared in accordance with the formula for Bordeaux mixture, for excess bluestone will kill roots. Healthy trees do not need such treatment, and we doubt if unhealthy ones can be rendered safe or desirable by it preparing for fruit planting. What effect will a crop of wheat have on new cleared land to be planted in fruit trees later on? One crop of wheat or barley will make no particular difference with the cleared land which you expect to plant to fruit later. It would be better to grow a cultivated crop like corn, potatoes, beets, squashes, etc., because this crop would require summer cultivation, which would kill out many weeds or sprouts, and leave your land in better shape for planting. Depth in Planting Fruit Trees I have been advised to plant the bud scar above ground in a wet country. Is that right? On ordinary good loam, plant the tree so that it will stand about the same as it did in the nursery, a little lower perhaps, but not much. The bud scar should be a little above the surface. It is somewhat less likely to give trouble by decay in the upset tissue. If the soil is heavy and wet, plant higher perhaps than the nursery soil mark, but not much. In light sandy soil, plant lower, even from four to six inches lower than in the nursery sometimes. In this case, the bud scar is below the surface but that does not matter in light dry soil, which does not retain moisture near the surface. Fruit trees in a wet place. One part of my orchard is low and wet, much scale and old trees loose. Will much spraying be a cure? And can I use posts to hold the old trees firm? Or would you take out and put in Bartlett pears? Spraying will kill the scale, but no spraying will make a tree satisfactory in inhospitable soil. As pears will endure wet places better than apples, it would seem to be wise to make the substitution, providing the situation is not too bad for any fruit tree. In that case, you can use it for a summer vegetable patch. Cutting back at planting. I have planted a lot of one-year-old cherry trees and would like to know if I should cut them down the same as the apple tree. I have also planted a lot of walnut trees. Shall I cut them off? Yes for the cherries and no for the walnuts, although we have to admit that some planters hold for cutting back the walnuts also. If you do cut back the walnuts, let them have about twice the height of stem you give the cherries and cover the exposed pith with wax or paint. Branching Young Fruit Trees It is the practice in this locality to wrap all young trees to a point 24 inches above the bud, for the purpose of protection against rabbits, to protect the bark from the sun, and to prevent growth of sprouts. These wrappings are kept on indefinitely, the rule being that no sprouting is to be permitted below the 24-inch mark. Is there any virtue in this, and why is it done? The wrapping is desirable both to protect them from rabbits and from sunburn, 
and either this or whitewash or some other form of protection should certainly be employed against the latter trouble it is not desirable to have all the branches emerge at the same point either twenty-four from the ground or at some lower level as is preferable in interior situations but branches should be distributed up and down and around the trunk so as to give a strong well-balanced low-headed tree so far as wrapping interferes with the growth of shoots in this manner it is undesirable coal tar and asphaltum on trees what is the effect of coal tar or asphaltum applied to the bark of trees the application of coal tar to prevent the root borers of the prune which operate near the surface of the ground is found to be not injurious to the trees although there was great apprehension that there would be the application of asphaltum which is known as grade d has also been used to some extent in the santa clara valley without injury of course in the use of any black material you increase the danger of sunburn if applied to bark which is reached by the sun's rays whitewashing fruit trees when is the proper time to whitewash walnut trees to prevent sun scald how high up is advisable to apply the wash whitewash after heavy rains are over and before the sun gets very hot near the coast see that it is on early in april in the interior it should be in place in march do not wait until the rains are all over because there is a great chance of bark burning between rains in the spring whitewash the trunk and the larger limbs wherever the sun can reach the bark being careful to keep the surface white where the two o'clock sun hits be particular to whitewash or otherwise protect by protectors or burlap wrappings all young trees the young tree is more apt to be hurt than an old one but bark seems never to get too old to burn if the sun is hot enough shaping a young tree in shortening back long slim limbs the side shoots come up and one soon has a lot of ugly crooked limbs to look at there are a number of orchards here being spoiled in that way how is this avoided you cannot secure a low heading well-shaped tree without cutting back the branches afterward you can improve the form by selecting shoots which are going in directions which you prefer or you can cut back the shoots afterward to a bud which will start in the direction which you desire in this way the progressive shaping of the tree must be pursued if you only have a few trees and can afford the time you can of course bend and tie the branches as they grow so that they will take directions which seem to you better but this is not practicable in orcharding on a commercial scale there is no disadvantage in crooked branches in a fruit tree but they should crook in desirable directions and that is where the art of pruning comes in pruning trees what is the best time to prune the french prune and most other trees in santa clara valley they prune as soon as the leaves are off in the mountains they prune later say in february and march and finish after bloom is started and of course when sap is up which is right you can prune french prunes and other deciduous trees at any time during the winter that is most convenient to you it does not make any particular difference to the tree nor does it injure the tree at all if you should continue pruning after the bloom has started in fact it is better to make large cuts late in winter because they heal over more readily at the beginning of the growing season than at the beginning of the resting season 
it is believed that early pruning may cause the tree or vine to start growth somewhat sooner and this may be undesirable in very frosty places grafting wax how should i make grafting wax for grafting fruit trees there are many favorite prescriptions for grafting wax one which is now being largely used in fruit tree grafting is as follows resin five pounds beeswax one pound linseed oil one pint flour one pint the flour is added slowly and stirred in after the other ingredients have been boiled together and the liquid becomes somewhat cooler some substitute lampblack for flour this wax is warmed and applied as a liquid plowing in young orchard how near can i plow to two-year-old orange trees safely you can plow young orange tree orchards as close to the trees as you can approach without injuring the bark regulating depth so as not to destroy main roots destruction of root fibers which have approached too near the surface is not material it is very desirable that the soil around and near the tree be as carefully worked as possible without injury to the bark of the tree how far that can be done by horsework and how much must be done by hand must be decided by the individual judgment of the grower crops between fruit trees what would be best to grow between fruit trees while the trees are growing and what to alternate each season so as not to use up the soil without putting back into it where one is bringing along a young orchard without irrigation it is doubtful whether it is not better policy to give the trees all the advantages of clean cultivation and ample moisture than to undertake intercropping if you live on the place and wish to grow vegetables between the rows the thorough cultivation to bring the vegetables along satisfactorily would help to preserve moisture enough both for the vegetables and for the trees but this is very different from growing a field crop by ordinary methods of cultivation select a crop which will require summer cultivation like corn potatoes squashes and beans and never a hay or grain crop which takes up moisture without working the soil for the greater moisture conservation which hoed crops require in choice of hoed crops be governed by what you can use to advantage either for house or the feeding of animals or what you can grow that is saleable with least loss of moisture to the soil the choice is governed entirely by local conditions except that leguminous plants peas beans vetches clovers etc do take nitrogen from the atmosphere and can thus be grown with least injury and sometimes with a positive benefit to the fertility of the soil regular bearing of fruit trees how can trees be induced to bear regularly instead of bearing excessively on alternate years the most rational view is that in order to bear regularly the tree must be prevented from overbearing by thinning the fruit also that the moisture and plant food supply must be regularly maintained so that the tree may work along regularly and not stop bearing one year in order to accumulate vigor for a following year's crop there is some reason to believe that some trees which seem to overbear every year can be prolonged in their profitable life and made to produce a moderate amount of fruit of large size and higher value by sharp thinning to prevent overbearing at any time this is found clearly practicable in the cases of the apricot peach pear apple table grape shipping plum etc because the added value of larger fruits 
is greater than the cost of removing the surplus. Scions from Young Trees I have bought some one-year-old apple trees that are certified pedigree trees. Would it be practical to take the tops of these trees and graft on one-year seedlings and get the same results as from the trees I bought? Will they bear just as good, or is it necessary to take the scions from old-bearing trees? They will bear exactly the same fruit as the young trees will, but you cannot tell how good that will be until you get the fruit. The advantage of scions from bearing trees is that you know exactly what you will get, for presumably you have seen and approved it. Late Pruning Will I do injury to my peach trees if I delay pruning until the last of February, or until the sap begins to run and the buds to swell? It will not do any particular harm to let your peach prunings go until the buds swell, or even after the leaves appear. Late pruning is not injurious, but rather more inconvenient. Avoiding crotches in fruit trees. How can I avoid bad crotches in fruit trees? Crotches, which means branches of equal or nearly equal size, emerging from a point at a very acute angle, should be prevented by cutting out one or both of them. The branching of a lateral at a larger angle does not form a crotch, and it usually buttresses itself well on the larger branch. This is a desirable form of branching. Short distances between such branchings is desirable, because it makes a stronger and more permanent upright limb, capable of sustaining much weight of foliage and fruit. Build up the young tree by shortening it as it grows, so as to get such a strong framework. Crotch Splitting of Fruit Trees I have a young fig tree that is splitting at the crotches. I fear that when the foliage appears, with the force of the winds, the limbs will split down entirely. Perhaps you've been forcing the trees too much with water, and thus secured too much foliage and weak wood. Whenever a tree is doing that, the limbs ought to be supported with bale rope tied to opposite limbs through the head, or otherwise held up, to prevent splitting. If splitting has actually occurred, the weaker limb should be cut away and the other staked if necessary until it gets its strength and stiffens. If the limbs are rather large, they can be drawn up and a 3 inch carriage bolt put through to hold both in place. But this is a poor way to make a strong tree. You should cut out all splits and do the best you could to make a tree out of what is left. Then do not make them grow so fast. Strengthening Fruit Trees I have read that some trees are propped by natural braces, that is, by intertwining two opposite branches while the tree is young, so that in time they grow together. What is your idea regarding the practicability of such an idea in a large operation orchard? Twining branches for the purpose indicated is frequently commended, but it seems best for the use of ingenious people with plenty of time and not many trees. To prune trees to carry their fruit so far as one can foresee, and to use props or other supports when a tree manifests need of a particular help, which was not foreseen, is the most rational way to handle the proposition on a large commercial scale. Time for pruning. What is the proper time for pruning pear and apricot trees? Ordinary deciduous fruit trees can be successfully pruned from the time the leaves begin to turn yellow and fall, until the new foliage is appearing in the late winter or spring. End of 
1,000 Questions in California Agriculture Answered, Part 1.